What's for reading today, Gwen? Christmas stories, oh, especially, yes. you know, those that we can find in the Letters from Father Christmas by Tolkien. Yeah, I had never heard of this book before. How did you come by it? Um, I received it as a birthday gift okay. because my birthday is just a couple of weeks after Christmas. And how did I learn about this book? I actually can't remember. Okay. On okay. the internet, I guess. Probably. And I'm very happy I did. Yeah, it's a very special edition. It's very beautiful. Yes, it's the, um, the one that they published in 2020 because it's 200th anniversary okay. of the publication of the first letter. Okay. And so it really is a gorgeous edition because they've included um, pictures of all the drawings. Yeah that Tolkien added to the letters and it's yeah. really, really colorful and, the and very nice. original letters as well. Absolutely, yeah. With the very, uh, very distinctive... Yeah, um, handwriting. Handwriting that Tolkien chose for Father Christmas and the polar bear. Yeah. So it's really, really nice. So what is this book about? It's about the adventures and misadventures yeah. of Father Christmas in the North Pole and his assistants. So the first assistant that we come across is um, North Polar Bear. Yeah. NPB sometimes in the letters, who is a very nice bear, but yeah. quite, I don't really know what to say about him. Mischievous, maybe? Yeah, but sometimes he's just being clumsy. Yeah, he's, he's prone to accidents. <laughs> he is. He's good-hearted i think yeah definitely um, a bit paddington like yeah i thought and then there are other characters that yep. appear but basically that's it i think it can be read as a sort of epistolary novel although it yeah. was not intended as such yeah but it was basically the letters that Tolkien wrote for his kids yep. for christmas and then they were collected and yep. this is what we have now the collection of letters yeah. but it's a really really nice read yeah it's such a nice thing that he did mm. he, so he basically responds to his children's letter to father christmas That's with it. his own tales and adventures yeah and so there are 34 yeah. letters in total but it almost feel like you could read it as some kind of advent calendar Almost, and uh, I think that some people do it like this. Okay, that's so nice. The letters started in December 1920 when John, um, Tolkien's eldest son, was three years old. So yep. it's a very short letter. And the last one was the one that Tolkien wrote for Christmas 1943 mm -hmm. when the youngest, Priscilla, was 14. Yeah, it's crazy that he did it for twenty more than 20 years. Yes. That's great um, dedication. It's quite dedication. Yeah, some dedication. And uh, it's also because there were four or five years between each child. Yeah. So they all received their letters. Yeah, but she was... Priscilla was 14 years old mm. when the last letter arrived. I'm curious to see how she responded to it as a 14-year-old. Yeah, that's right. There's nothing about it, no, about yeah. the kids' letters in this book. I don't know if there is anything uh, yeah. about it anywhere. I, I will look it up because I'm interested in, in knowing more about this, but I, I don't really know if we have anything. So who's your favorite character? Oh, North Polar Bear. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> he's, he's very nice, and yeah. that's because of him that there are so many adventures. Yeah. So I think it's because of this character that the book exists. Probably, yeah. 
so yeah and what about you yeah i really like him i also like um how he makes father christmas a very human person but at the same time not like we don't really know his age and he doesn't really know his age no, as well right. yeah. he keeps changing his mind about how old he is yeah sometimes it's about 130 yeah. years old and at other points it's i think more than a thousand years oh, yeah so yeah that's yes that's funny that's one of the very good points about this book is that even though the letters were not intended to become a novel, mm-hmm. the characters are gradually fleshed out. Yeah. And they really become almost three-dimensional characters. Yeah. I w- I'm wondering if maybe he did that because his children were getting older and so he had to develop the story a little bit more. Maybe. It seems when you read between the lines that um, the letters to Father Christmas had really become a family tradition. Yeah. Because you understand that the children wrote letters as early as September in the year asking Father Christmas about his health, um, how everyone is doing. It must have been four months in the year that were very Christmas-oriented. And sometimes they send, the children send two letters a year. Yeah. And he would respond because sometimes he responds in like November and then he sends another letter. That's right. Even more. Even more letters some years i think yeah we'll, we'll come back back to this and i like some of the elements of culture that he brings to father christmas like the references to pop culture even at that time like his green brother because i think i don't know if people know that probably that the figure of father christmas was kind of was green at first and then yeah. coca-cola came around and that's right decided that he should wear a red suit so that's fun that he brings this element into yeah the story Mm-mm. yeah and that's all about these uh, elements about father christmas so rather soon in the history of the letters we understand that his first name is nicholas yep. because of saint nicholas yep. we also understand that he has to move in 1925 mm-hmm. because of one of north polar bear's misadventures yeah He has a great house. Like his second house is huge. Absolutely. Because there are so many caves and cellars to keep the the toys and all the presents that he is uh, stocking up on for the kids. So yeah. And it's also a house, I think, on a cliff. Yeah, it's at the edge of a cliff. Yeah. On the edge of a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. The scenery must be something. (laughs) And... Yeah, we understand that he's got quite a large family. Yeah. Although, weirdly enough, we never know whether he has a wife yeah, or kids. But we know that he has a lot of ancestors. And at some yep. point, he mentions Grandfather Yule. Yeah. So he does have parents. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing for uh, NPB, so North Polar Bear. He has nephews, but we don't know about. So we probably he probably has siblings, but... N- Mm-mm. We don't know if he's, if he has children yeah, or not. That's right. But that's what is nice is that not everything is explained away. Yeah. So there's still things that kids have to figure out and maybe those were not questions yeah. that they were asking. So maybe Definitely. that's why there are yeah. gaps in the stories. And then we also learn about Father Christmas having a shaky hand yeah. and getting older, more busy, more tired yeah. so that he has to take on more assistance really really nice discovering all these developments in his yeah. life 
And we also learn a lot about North Polar Bear. We right? do. He first appears in 1924 because he adds a little postscriptum at the yeah. end of each of the two eldest boys' letters. Yeah. It is so cute because that's when he says that he has a big paw and yeah, so he's a bit it's hard awkward to... writing. Yeah. But it's the first clue we have yeah. of NPB existing. Yeah. And then he writes a bit more. More in the and more. He keeps commenting on what father christmas and the comments explains in the so margins great. are yeah. so funny he protests about um, yeah. comments that father christmas yeah. says about him like when he's being idiotic yeah. or he tries to explain why things happened and so on so great fun but he's not just silly he's also kind of a warrior because he helps we jump a bit in the story but he helps that's right destroy the gnomes, I think? Are they goblins. the bad ones? No, goblins, goblins. right. The, go- yeah. the little goblins. Yeah, that's one of the developments in yeah. the story, I think. It's that for many years, he's just sometimes being idiotic or clumsy. Yeah. And there is, in 1925, something about, well, the explanation to why Father Christmas had to move house. Okay, yeah, It's because... Poor NPB wanted to be nice. Yeah. Father Christmas's hood had been blown away to the top of the house. Of course, NPB had to go fetch it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he fell. Through the roof and destroyed <laughs> the, roof. the house. Yeah, and destroyed the house, basically. So they had to move. But that's just one of the stories. Yeah. Another one that I love, and I think that you know it quite well because we discussed it, is that story when... He falls down the yeah. stairs. Again, trying to help. Yeah. He was having too many presents at once and he just fell down the stairs. Yeah. And that was a, a good laugh for yeah. Christmas because he wasn't hurt. Yeah. So very cute episode as well. And then later on in a letter dated December 1933, Father Christmas admits that he really is a nice old thing. Yeah. And this time absolutely saved Christmas. And that's when... He was instrumental in reporting yeah. a goblin, uh, goblin attack. And among the developments in uh, the character of NPB, there is also the fact that he's getting better at writing. Yeah. He's got this note about the fact that he has decided to use a pen in his, ni- in yep. his um, mouth instead of a paintbrush yep. in his big paw. So that's another cute comment. And I think uh, he invents he alphabets at some point. Yes. Or he translate the goblins alphabet. There's a picture of he sends the kids. Absolutely, with... because here it's typically Tolkien. We understand yep. that North Polar Bear's uh, native language is not English. Yep. It's, it's Arctic. Arctic, as he says, with two Ks. Yeah. So that's the opportunity for Tolkien to yeah. use another different yep. sort of alphabetical yeah. way of writing. Yeah. And you're right, there's also, I think, I can't remember whether it's the language of the goblins. But. I think at one point, there's a language of the goblin. Mm. And, and another point he talks about is native language with the with the arrow for the T. Yes. And then there's the little um, peep, the little figures that are, I think, the goblin alphabet. That's right. So here for the fans of Tolkien, you really have yeah. Tolkien through the letters. So those are the two most important characters mm-hmm. in the letters, Father Nicholas Christmas yeah. and 
North Polar Bear, whose real name is actually Karu. I don't know if I pronounce it yeah. well. K-A-R-H-U. And I saw on the internet that it's actually the Finnish word for bear. Oh, okay. So talking again. Mm-hmm. And the third character who writes the letters is an elf yep. called Ilberath, who introduces himself as the secretary to Father Christmas towards the end. The, the end of the yeah of the book. It's funny the the name sounds very elfic. Yeah, like in Lord of the Ring and like in, his, in Tolkien's universe. Yes, yeah. I also read when I was doing some research on this book that some people have argued that many of the characters and the actions could have been the beginnings of things happening in uh, in oh. The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, someone said that, arguably, Father Christmas could have been an early Gandalf. Okay, interesting. I haven't read more on it, so yeah. I would need to do some more research, but apparently that could be one of the elements. Okay. Yeah. Then we have tons of little secondary or guest stars yes. in the letters. Yeah, I think they can be considered as guest yeah. stars, especially those two nephews of North yeah. Polar Bear. Who are as silly as their uncle. <laughs> yeah, they, are. they were actually supposed to be just on a visit. Yeah, and they never stayed. left. Yeah. <laughs> they never left, no. Then you have snowmen and snow babies. That Very funny as well. Yeah. So that make they make the North Pole lively with laughter. Yeah. You ha- have a cave bear that is quite old and who tells all sorts of stories yeah. about the drawings made by cavemen mm-hmm. in the caves. And then you also have the cave's bear grandchildren. Yeah. Who look like teddy bears. Exactly. That's one of the sentences written yeah. in, in uh, Father Christmas's um, letters. It's that they are exactly like live teddy bears yeah. i would like i yeah. would love do we have a picture of them, them in the book like a detailed picture of them i don't think so i think they appear in an ink drawing okay. at some point yes and then you have the villains the goblins who the lives goblins. in caves who stole christmas presents they did. and then who decided they're going to attack probably to stole all the toys we never really know why no, they attack yeah. Father Christmas, but we know that they like mechanical toys. They do. Like wear rays and... And on the other hand, they hate green. Yeah, that's true. Which is another detail we understand is that Father Christmas's brother, green brother, yeah. offers him green pants yeah. at some point. So obviously Father Christmas does not want to use them in public, yeah. of course. But he says that he uses them at home because goblins do not like them so it's an easy way to repel them in other ways the goblins can't hurt npb he's quite invincible regarding them Mm -hmm. at one point he says that the arrows bounce off of him yes that's right like that yeah so he's a great that's why he's great during we have two big battles uh against the goblins Mm. and he's the hero both time he is yeah and so that's all these little details that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Because it's not just about we've brought you presents, hope yeah. you, you enjoyed them. We've had a rough season in the North Pole, but you've got all these details that yeah. really make the scenes very vivid. So it's, I'm sure it's something that kids really enjoy. Yeah. And you can see, like, he's such a great storyteller. He is. Like, to ima- it's, it blows my mind. And, like, he was so de- dedicated. He did it for 20 years. With, like you said, it's not just, oh, well, thank you for 
here are your presents and thank you for writing me. He likes invents the whole invented a whole life and adventures and friends for Father Christmas and the drawings. Yeah, and the drawings. Yeah, on the on the letters, yeah. on the envelope. Yeah, even the well idea sometimes. of. Uh, the polar bear and his commentaries and yes. I mean it's amazing absolutely yeah sometimes they're just footnotes yeah. and notes in the margins when he disagrees with, yeah. with what's been written and it's made in a distinctive yep. um, handwriting with in a different color for the yeah. ink so it's, with yeah. misspellings and everything <gasps> yeah it's so cute so cute the way he characterizes yeah. North Polar Bear mm. And so that's one of the elements that I love, just for the stories themselves mm. and the characters. But yeah. it's, for, for fans of Tolkien, it's also a great way to have an idea about how the Tolkien yep. family lived, especially the Christmas season. Yeah. And I think that there are some very touching information about uh, how yeah. the kids grow. So they all receive letters. The yep. first letters, obviously, are addressed to John, who was born in 1917. Uh, we understand that... He quickly stops writing yeah. to Father Christmas because in the 1927 Christmas letter, Father Christmas says that he hasn't received a letter yeah. from John. So we understand that he's growing out of yeah. this Father Christmas stories. But it, it's very touching because he keeps, he mentions him for a long time in the letters. He does. Saying yeah. that he doesn't forget about, that he won't forget about him and yeah. that he will bring him present even though... He hasn't written, so mm. it's very touching. And sending his love as well. Yeah. So we really can sense the love of the father yeah. for his kids through the letters. So, yeah. Then the second boy is Michael, who was born yep. in 1920. And he receives a letter as early as 1924. Mm. That's, I think, the only year when kids receive a letter each. Okay. Because then the letters are addressed to True. the whole... Or the whole family. Yeah. Or the whole siblings and interestingly that's the year when north polar bear appears, appears and he writes this little postscriptum yeah. at, at the end of each letter then christopher who was born in 1924 and there is this very touching note about christopher in 1929 i liked all your letters very much indeed my dears nobody or very few writes so much or so nicely to me I'm especially pleased with Christopher's card and his letters and with his learning to write. So I am sending him a fountain pen. And he was five years old. Yeah, that's true. And then the fourth child is Priscilla, mm -hmm. who was born in 1929. As of 1938, she's the man addressing yep. of the letters. The only one writing letters. Yeah. Obviously, as you said, there are... Uh, clues about yeah the other children yeah. yeah it's so funny because at one point I think he in one of his letters said oh I'm so sorry to hear about your father I hope he will feel better soon <laughs> yes. and it's very meta you know that he's talking about himself that's right yeah. that was funny so we follow the development of the children yep. uh, with questions that Father Christmas asks to the children when are you going to write yeah. do you know if this or that child likes my letters and so on we have clues about the kinds of presents that they yep. receive so there are lots of mentions of trains, trains. they trains. love trains yeah. the boys there are love lots trains about trains uh paints i think yeah for john i think yeah at some point and so on so and they are asked to share the toys nicely so here again you 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 can yeah. see the parents yeah. making sure that 
his children are nice to each other. So yes, that's another thing about uh, these letters is that you really get an inkling about what yeah. is happening in the family. So very nice when you're a fan of Tolkien. I had no idea that he was an Oxford professor. Yeah, I discovered that. At mm-hmm. one point I was looking at the envelope that the picture of the envelope that we see I was like oh yeah. they actually lived in Oxford I had no idea yeah well they started I think in Leeds um, okay actually we understand from Father Christmas's letter dated 1925 that the children also moved at that point and I did some research on it and 1925 is actually the year when Tolkien was elected professor of I think it was Anglo-Saxon at okay. Pembroke College Oxford and then later on, I can't remember whether it's 1929 or something like that. They moved again, but I think they yeah. stayed in Oxford at that time. So yeah, we've got some information about mm. their, where the family was. And also something that I found really funny, and we mentioned it a bit earlier, is that they really wrote their letters quite early. Yeah. And in 1934, that's the year when they, <laughs> they seem to have written very early. It seems that Father Christmas received both a telegram and a letter from Christopher, plus a letter from Priscilla asking about Father Christmas, knowing mm-hmm. whether he's sleeping okay. or, he, or whether he's awake. And it must have been before the 29th of September because Father Christmas says that his post services do not work before Michaelmas. Uh, we also know about a family of teddy bears yeah. that uh, the children, or at least Priscilla, have. Mm. So. All sorts of details. Yeah, NPB is very interested in the family of teddy bears. He kept, yes. he wants to send them uh, cannon powder, I think. <laughs> at, right. the, at, at the end, he keeps wondering if he liked his That's present. Right. That's right. And also another typical thing of uh, NPB is that um, when we understand that John hasn't written a letter, we know that uh, Father Christmas sent paints to John. Mm-hmm. And the reason is that it's a choice that North Polar Bear made. Oh, I don't remember that. Because John likes bears. <laughs> so NPB thinks he knows what John is going I'm to like. Right. That's right, I remember now. <laughs> That's very cute as well. Talking about these uh, teddy bears, I also read when I did some research that apparently the name of the teddy bears, which I think are called the bingo family or one of the teddy bears is called bingo that was the original name that tolkien had chosen for frodo in the lord okay. of the rings yeah and bingo yeah bingo frodo is much better in my opinion yeah he was supposed <laughs> to be to, to be uh, called bingo bulger baggins oh that's a bit hard to pronounce that might be yeah why you changed the name you understand that tolkien's yeah. imagination was definitely at yeah. work and you see how his whole world yeah. grew also it's not just fiction these letters because no. we have hints about what's happening in the world yeah. uh, like people who are hungry and mm. cold in your land in 1932 or references to world war ii yeah. and nazism, and nazism. Yeah. again so here some people have argued that the goblin attacks in i can't remember when that was 1940 1941 mm-hmm. in the north pole could be analyzed as ah. a symbolic representation of uh, nazi attacks on europe it's not out of a context it's yeah. really yeah taking into account what is happening yeah. in the kids lives as well yeah and he explains I, it's a nice way for him to explain oh maybe 
I've, I did my best. Maybe you won't have exactly what you've been That's asking, it. but yeah. we need to prioritize the children who have nothing. Yeah. So it's a good lesson for the kids as well. As well, yeah. And in the letters, usually Father Christmas does his best to find what the kids ask yeah. for. But when he has to explain why he ma didn't manage to get this or that, he explains it because of some misadventures that yeah. happened in the North Pole yeah. that disorganized everything or that... Maybe sometimes it's because NPB crashed things. Yeah. Or so he took on. a bath and he fell asleep yes. and flooded the whole house. Because obviously NPB was so tired yeah. because of all the work. So he had to take a hot bath. Yeah. So yeah, very enjoyable read. I really mm. liked it. I'm happy that we decided to do this. It's a very nice Christmas special. Absolutely. And I think that next year I'll pick that book the beginning of December and every year yeah. read a few pages yeah. from it some letters are longer the, mm. the first letters are very short yeah. like half a page but you've got a very very nice drawings yeah. and then the letters get longer towards the end you, all, yeah. you also get verse with very... the comments from the polar bear and the elf <laughs> that's right they, they seem to be arguing on the yeah. page that's a very pleasant read yeah if you it's like quick. Christmas stories yeah. if you like Tolkien's yeah. um, stories, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Or if you have children. Or if you have that children. That could be a nice, well. you know, bedtime story Absolutely. to read. Absolutely. Yeah, they're delightful to read. Yeah. Reading these stories has made me want to go back to Paddington. Yeah, actually, I've n never read Paddington the Bear. I think I've read one or two stories. Okay. But yeah, when I discovered Paddington, I was already far too old yeah. to admit to reading yeah. <laughs> them publicly but then I've just admitted yeah so. <laughs> yeah he does NPB as some characteristics from Paddington Bear yes that clumsy but very good hearted there yeah it also made me want to pick up um, A Christmas Carol I don't mm. know it put me into a Christmassy mood definitely and... me too and talking about A Christmas Carol I didn't know it but Dickens actually wrote other Christmas stories. Okay. I have a collection of them. And I learned that it was a tradition at that time, so 19th century, to read spooky stories for Christmas. Not the seasonal comfort stories that okay. we tend to choose, but they were very much spooky stories that they picked. So that's why Christmas Carols is about, oh, you know, the spirits and, and ghosts. Yeah. And apparently the others... I'm going to try and read another one this year. Oh, in the same vein. Makes me want to re-watch the Narnia movies as well. Oh, yes. Especially, you know, the... The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Yes, something that's like that. the one. That's the one. So okay. that's it yeah. for our Christmas episode. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening, guys. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. You can also reach us on Instagram for feedback. That would be much appreciated. And if you want to support us, why not share your stories? Bye!